time to return to a game we've talked about like two prior times now at this point. Yep. Two. Dose. Dose. Duh. Duh. Knee. How many other ways you can can you say two? Uh, there are probably lots of ways, but I don't know them. That's true. There are a lot of languages out there. <laughs> if you are unaware of that. Hello. Welcome to this week's episode of the Seasonal Anime Checkup. OVA. It's a podcast about stuff. I got very distracted by something there for a hot second. Oh, no. Podcast about conversation. Podcast where we have conversations about video games, anime, and manga. I'm Jared, joined as always by Doc Owen Ladium. Hello. This is episode 206. It's all that episodes. Mm-hmm. 206. Blank. We're talking about a, a story of a game today, of an ongoing game that has wrapped up its first season in the global version. So we're going to talk about the, uh, the the rest of the story of Love Life School Idol Festival All-Stars. Mm-hmm. Because we briefly talked about it uh, when we talked about the Japanese release and also the global release, mm-hmm. where we were both able to kind of talk more about it. Uh, so we're going to kind of gloss over those first, like, seven chapters, which is mostly just like, hey, here's all the characters. They're forming a club. Yay. <laughs> getting to know them. Basically, yeah. It's very much just getting to know you. Sort of dealio. You were venturing into go- goofy territory with your voice there for a second. Gosh. <laughs> we'll talk about school idols. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was gonna try it and say something about Gorsh Casamine, but I, I just I can't I can't make that voice. Gorsh Casamine. <laughs> it's a lot harder to do. <laughs> uh so yeah, we're gonna talk about uh, season one. It is chapters eight through seventeen. We really we might get into a little bit about what comes out afterwards. The future. The future, because I I know what happens in the future. I know too. Yeah, ja- yes. Uh, Japanese uh, School Idol Festival All-Stars just, I think, launched chapter 22, so we're like five chapters behind, mm-hmm. which makes sense since we're like five months content-wise behind, because I mean, that's how long it took for the game to come out over here. Yeah. Uh, but regardless, let's talk about this here story and all the wild shenanigans that are going to happen throughout all these chapters. So... Like we said, chapters one through seven, it's kind of like, you know, getting to know the new characters and everything, reminiscing with the older characters, and then um, eventually, you know, the Nijigasaki Idol Club comes to existence and everything, and everything's all hunky-dory, right? Of course it is. Wink. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. So some of the, the first couple chapters after this as well kind of like, they have some plot points, but also it's kind of just like, stuff just happens and it's kind of inconsequential for the most part uh really like the latter half of these chapters is, is where the real like meat and potatoes is in terms of like you know real story contents like actually happening and like you know things are just hopping off right and left the dramas the drama is 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 really happening <laughs> uh so chapter eight basically kind of kicks off and the the members of aqua muse and nijikasaki are all like Let's make a joint show together. Yay, that Yay. sounds fun. 
Uh, they eventually find out about the School Idol Festival, which was this big festival for school idols that had previously occurred, but is not happening this year. Um, That's so the name look, of the game. It is also the name of the game. You're right. So they look into like why it's not happening and everything. At first, they're like, oh, maybe it's because the Olympics are happening this year. <laughs> Which, uh, obviously, this, this, this portion of the story was written last year. Yeah. Before everything kind of came... Came to a head, yeah. So like, obviously, it's probably it probably would have been canceled because of other reasons besides the Olympics. But obviously, you know, the Olympics were supposed to happen this year, but it got moved obviously because of the pandemic. But that is a you know a a reason why like a big festival like this would get bumped. Yes, is because obviously the country is going to need a lot of infrastructure for the Olympics. Yep, they're a big thing. If you are unaware of that, some people care about it. They're they're cool. Are they? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so they find that out and they're like or they find that's that's the reason why it's not being cancelled and they're, they're like well we gotta figure out what's really happening um, and they still want to move forward with like trying to figure out what exactly is going on and everything uh, you, during this chapter you get like everyone splitting off into like various little subsections of groups and everything where like you get Rico, Yo, Kotori, Umi, Aimu and Kasumi having this chit-chat about their respective leaders. Um, Ruby, Hanayo, Nico, Setsuna, and Emma have a big competition between themselves while Daya and Kanata judge it. <laughs> They're at like a karaoke parlor. Uh, Red, Nozomi, Hanamaro, Yoshiko, Ai, and Rina go to Harajuku because that's the, the hip place to go. And then the rest of the girls go bowling, which is like, I think, um, like Ellie's there because there's like a specific image of her bowling. Yeah, and then like some other are. characters are there. Yeah. So she goes and bowls. Bowls. With the others. Uh, Yu hangs out with uh, Hanukkah and Chika. They spend the night at her place. And then at one point they're like, well, we need to figure out exactly why this festival got canceled and everything. So they, and they try to find the, like the, the organi- organizer from it, but like no one knows where, how to contact this person because they kind of just like upped and disappeared. Mm-hmm. And then eventually they find like this blog of, of hers and contact her and be like hey we want to do this like is there any way you could help us like kind of give us some advice or anything of what to do uh so she get you get some message the next day we're also just going to refer to the main character as you, you. because of the anime and everything yep because it's basically the same character um they get a message and basically it's from the festival or the the original organizer whose name is Kaoruko, and she's like i i can't really help you guys right now i got some other stuff going on but like you know I'll be cheering you guys on if you guys decide to go through with this. Yay. Yay. And then they're all like, yay, let's do this. Also, this is the debut of Shiariko, mm-hmm. who shows up and is like, hey, I'm going to be the student council president. Everybody goes, Because eh? eh? we already have a student council president. We do. Who's also an idol. Yep. Who would ever do that? What? <laughs> Uh, so chapter nine basically kind of continues off of this. Uh, the the rest of the Niji girls try and figure out more about Shiariko, and they're like, oh, well, she's you know she's well off with her family. Her family's well off mostly. Yeah. She's she's very well behaved. She's very smart, academically gifted, and all this sort of stuff. But also, she just wants to get rid of the school idol club because she thinks it's useless, and they don't like that. Yeah, she has issues in terms of like. She wants people to live up to their like utmost potential, and so she's mm-hmm. like, "Yeah, like if you're not good at this thing, we, you, you should be in this other club." Then, yeah. 
uh, the rest of the girls are, you know, going to help Cessna with her re-election campaign and everything. You gets to be the head of the committee of all that because, you know, she's the club president and all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cessna has a lot of worries about this re-election and everything. She goes and finds Ellie and Diane and, like, seeks out advice from them about being student council president and all that sort of stuff. Um, at the same time, she, Rico, kind of, like, goes full force of like her campaign of just being like, you know, this is what I want to do. This is how I want to help students. And, you know, like, like you said, find like the, the thing that they should be doing, not necessarily what they want to be doing um, and just make the school better and a better overall experience for when you're attending the school and everything. Yeah. Uh, they have a public debate because of course, and she Rico just basically is like, just, just destroys Setsuna. Yeah, like, Setsuna's Setsuna is like, super nervous. Uh, and she Rico's like, here's my goals and everything. Also, like, you're just bad at this. <laughs> <laughs> she tells her her words have zero, like, no power or anything. And Setsuna's like, uh, 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 uh. so Setsuna really starts to like, you know, feel the brunt of this and everything. Starts to really just like freak out. She's like, do I really want to be the council student council president and everything? I guess if I really want to go full into this, I should quit the club. So she quits the club. And everyone's like, what? God, we just had everybody back. Uh, uh, so she, she basically, like, you know, there's like a very small time frame between when all this is happening. So, like, she, she quits the club and everything to focus solely on the campaign and everything. Mm-hmm. But even then, it's still not enough as Shiriko is elected the new student council president. Yep. Cessna is obviously feeling very dejected about everything. She goes to the roof to kind of just like be by herself and the rest of the, the club members come up and are like, oh, we want to make sure you're okay and everything. And just, you know, just, to, you know, see how you're doing and everything. And Cessna's like, I I don't really feel like you should be doing that. Like, I quit on you guys. Like, I, you shouldn't be doing this for me. And they're like, nah, it's cool, dog. We're with you to the end. <laughs> Dude, bro energy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, like, you basically tells her kind of like, you know, you want to be a school idol like that's what you've always wanted to be so like you need to like just do that just do that essentially like don't lie to yourself and tell tell yourself like you want to do something else like this is really what you want to do and we we, we can tell that's what you really want to do and then Kasumi is like oh do you think having Shiriko as the student council president is going to stop us from doing the club like you tried to stop me from restarting the club and look how that worked <laughs> like it's not not it's not going to work like she's, we're going to be able to counteract what she's doing um they welcome Cessna back into the club, obviously. And then Chirico basically goes into the club room and is like, yeah, I'm abolishing this club still, by the way. Yeah, still don't like this club. Mm-hmm. And now that I have the power, I can do this. I can do it. Uh, chapter 10, we kick things off where Chirico gives her ultimatum for the school idol club where she's like, all right, I'll, gi- I'll give you guys a chance because I think you're wasting your time here and wasting all your potential. If, you, if every single member of the club can can attain a score on the midterms that is above a 60%, you know, I'll let things go for now. So they're like, oh, God. Oh, God, I don't know if we can do this. <laughs> Some of us are dumb. <laughs> so eventually they get, like, you know, little pockets of people tutoring each other and everything. They get the girls from Aqua and Niji, and, and Buse as well to show up as, to help tutor some folks as well. Um You're giving me edits here, and I do not know what to say. I'm pretty sure it's Kanon. I it's, don't. 
that's getting. I don't remember. It's a K. It's one of the K names. I wanted to say it was Kana, it was Kanata. Okay. Because I think it was before the other girls show up. Okay. Because at one point Kanan has to get. Um... Yes, she's in the dumb group. Yeah, she's in the dumb group, which I didn't actually <laughs> expect that. I don't know why, but I just didn't expect that. Um, but also I love so much that I is just like brilliant. Yeah, that's the thing they they learn uh, later on. Everyone's like, "Oh my god, you got really good grades!" And like, and she's like, "Yeah, of course I did. Like, I'm good at studying and doing all that sort of stuff. Like, what do you mean? I'm smart." And they're like, "Oh, that makes sense. Why you were so hard on us?" <laughs> she's like, eh. "So yeah, like I and Rena take up." Uh, teaching like science and math to some of the girls and the other girls show up and we get like Hanamaru, Ruby, and Shizuku teaching Japanese. We have Ellie, Umi, and Daya teaching uh, I think, yeah, they teach the dumb kids. Okay. Yeah, there you go. Which is Kasumi, Karen, Honoka, Nico, and Kanan and they have this competition between each other. Of, like, <laughs> dumb kids. Alright, <laughs> whoever gets the lowest sco- score gets to be the queen dunce. <laughs> and they're like, oh god, we gotta do this. Which like, it makes sense like um, because Kasumi is Kasumi, she's a gremlin. Yeah. Karen is like an airhead. Yep. Hanukkah is just a dummy. Yeah. Nico's Nico. Yep. And then, like you said, I think Kanan's like the more surprising one, but also, I feel like it makes sense because like she would be more like interested in being like, oh, I want to work at the diving shop or do diving stuff. And yeah. Not, why do I need to study? Not do stuff with school. Yeah. It it makes total sense. I mean, like Nico's kind of the same way. Like, well, I just want to do idle stuff. Why do I need to study? Yeah. And then Hanukkah's just a. Big dumb energy. Yes. <laughs> this is just very canon. Yep. Um, you and IMU eventually do some studying together because IMU is like, oh, it's just like the old times. And like all the, every, all the girls are like texting you. And, like, I think Kasabi texts her like, hey, can you help me with this? And then like Rena texts her and like, hey, can you help me with this? And then like Ellie's like, oh, here's the words of mature- encouragement for tomorrow. And IMU is like, hmm, you're getting all these texts from everyone else. I don't like this. You're gonna fail because of this, and you're like, "Oh my god, sorry, sorry, sorry." We'll study, we'll study, we'll study. <laughs> so I hit my hit my desk there. Oh no! Uh, they have they you have exams. So <laughs> the exams happen. Everyone's just like, "Oh god, oh god, oh god, oh god, oh god." Uh, they eventually get their all their test scores back. Everyone passed. Yay! No one scored under sixty. Some of them were close, but everyone was fine. Everything went well. She Rico shows up and's like, "All right, let me see your exams and everything." And they're like, "Yeah, we we got everything over 60. She's like. All right, you passed this time, but that doesn't mean I'm not going to try and shut this club down or anything. I'll get you one day, you kids. <laughs> uh, chapter 11 is more of them kind of trying to figure out the... The school idol festival. The school idol festival. So they have like a committee club that they they hold in uh, Numazu, where it's like you, Hanukkah, Chika, uh Karen Kanata some it's some of the girls at least I I know like the the, the main like leaders kind of end up there and then like some of the other ancillary members of each group are also there but also there's there's some of them are just not there as yeah. well uh the DG first years go out and hang out in Tokyo because they're they didn't they didn't show they didn't go to the the committee club meeting, so they're just like, oh, we're just going to go hang out and have fun. Uh, they eventually run into Ren, Hanayo, and Nico, and they're like, what are they doing? We should follow them and see what they're up to. <laughs> Which I can, I, you know, I'll give you two guesses of whose idea that was. <laughs> you don't even need two guesses. <laughs> uh, so the, the, the committee camp 
is tasked with, you know, like kind of coming up with plans and everything. They also are like, oh, we need a, a slogan for the festival. And that kind of becomes a big like stumping point for them. Being like, oh, I don't know what to make a f- cool slogan. What's our theme? What's our, what are we going to do here? Uh, the first years eventually find Nico, Ren, and Haneo at an idol show. And they're like, oh, I, I guess that would make sense. They do really like idols. Like, obviously, Nico and Haneo. Yeah. Would definitely be there. And then they all, the, the Ninji first year's like, oh, let's just watch this idol show, too. <laughs> um, I can say from experience, coming up with themes and stuff, very, very hard for conferences and events. Very yeah. hard. I, I, I struggle every single year. I've only done it two years. I've struggled every single year. Yeah, I can imagine. It's not an easy thing to come up with something that, you know, fits the tone and everything and gets across exactly what you want. You want it to be specifically broad. And that's kind of what they have to come up with here. And they're like, ah! Specifically broad, but also, like, simple. Yes. That's Those are two not really, like, things that mesh. Nope. Uh, So Nico eventually leaves uh, the, the first year she's with. Goes off to somewhere else, and the Niji first year is like, oh, "Let's keep following her, see where she's going." Eventually, she's uh, she's at this like children's center and like helping out with kids and stuff. Kids. Um, I want to say she like she's picking up her siblings there, maybe. Possibly. Like, that would make sense. But they also find Shiriko there, and she's like helping out with the the kids and everything, looking like happy at everything. And they're like, "This is not a side of her that I was expecting to see." This isn't the person who comes in and threatens to shut us down yeah, every day. What are you doing? What is this? <laughs> I don't I'm confused about this. Maybe she isn't entirely a villain. True. Uh the committee camp finally comes up with a slogan. Yay. Which they 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 come up with Come Together, Dream Together. Woo. That is their slogan that they're going to show everyone. Uh, they also discuss like what they did, or at least like the other girls did. And they're like, yeah, the first year's like, oh, we went to Tokyo, we went to that uh, that anime shop you were talking about, Cessna, and we found that book you were telling us about. And Cessna's like, oh my god, do you want to talk about it? I really would like to talk to you about this. Let me tell you about all this stuff that happened. Cosmo's <laughs> like, oh god, oh god, you got her started. Too much, too much, <laughs> too much. And then they also talk about how they ran to Shiriko and how they're very confused by that, and use just like, hmm. Maybe there's more to her than meets the eye. Like, she's a transformer. (laughs) More than meets the eye. (laughs) That's how that works. Oh, man. Imagine Optimus Prime as a school idol. I I like it. I like it. I like it. I like it. (laughs) (laughs) I like it. I love it. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Chapter 12. So they have come up with their slogan. They uh, they have to figure out now how to like, actually put together and run a Implement festival, it. which is like a lot of work that they were not anticipating. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, God, how do we, we need this? We need, we need to do like all this sort of stuff and this sort of stuff. We have to have like food stalls and like people like security and like people to help usher people around. And oh, God, it's a lot. Uh they put their slogan up on the website that they've got up for the the festival and everything, and they get back a bunch of like responses of like people being like, "Huh? Huh? I don't understand." And they're like, "Oh, I guess we didn't convey this to everyone in the in a way that makes sense. What if we just make a PV to kind of like let people better like give be- people a better explanation of what we mean by our slogan and you know how it ties to school idols, how it ties to the festival and everything, how it ties back to us and all that sort of stuff." 
which is interesting because like come together dream together seems relatively self-explanatory <laughs> to me yeah but yeah it, i think it can be it, it could be seen as kind of vague that it may just be like hmm i don't know like if you if you just saw that plastered on something like without any context you might be confused by that's it that's true yeah so uh they, they decide that they need to come up with a song for it and they're like they ask like they get the songwriters the, com- the composers together like which one of you wants to do it and he goes like I got, i've got a song that i've been working on that i might work for this and everyone's like oh good good job work Yay. on that we'll come back and get this pv worked out uh they head back to dg and in the club room kasumi makes a mention that like oh shiriko's been having problems as the the president because like you know she had all those lofty goals of like you know wanting to you know Put, put students into the right clubs that would benefit them the most and that's coming into conflict with like the the heads of all the clubs because they're like well we want people to just join whatever club they want we don't want them we don't want like our people just being like pigeoned and being like Whoop, and you're going over here and you're going over here and all that sort of stuff like that that's not really what we want so well, she's especially like, like a club that's so dedicated to, or a school that's so dedicated to clubs and, like, students go to this school just for the clubs. Like, if you're shuffling them out of a club that they came to the school for, like, they're going to be a little resentful about that. Yeah. So, like, she's butting, she's starting to butt heads with a lot of the the, the heads of the clubs and everything. And that's starting to, like, show on her. Uh, Cessna starts to show, like, concern for her because she's like, yeah, I know how, like, rough it is being student council president. Like, I know how much hard work it is and everything. So, like... I know, like what she's going through, and everyone's like, "Oh, you're you're feeling sorry for her and everything." She ran you out of your job. And Sessa's like, eh. "You basically is like, hmm, should probably try and help her at some point. Like, that seems like a nice thing to do." I help everybody. That's what yeah. I do as the protagonist. It's true. Uh, Rico finishes up her song. Everyone goes to Nimazu to to hear it and everything. And they hang out there for a little bit. They all get inspired by Aqua doing their early morning pr- or practice, and they're like. Oh, we can't let them beat us now. <laughs> Look how dedicated they are. They're real cool. It's like, yeah, they are. Yep. <laughs> Super cool. They head back to Niji. Everyone finds Yu's notebook, which she uses like to like, you know, jot down notes of everyone's practices and everything, like, you know, what she's observing and their practice, like what they can improve upon, all sorts of stuff, and they'll like see that and like, oh my gosh, Yu's putting in so much detail for us. She's paid attention so much to us. Like, this is amazing. Also, like, helps them be like, oh, man, we, yeah, we we feel more inspired now to be able to stand on stage next to Aqua and Muse. Yay. Time to be next to the moose. Mm. <laughs> uh, they finish up the PV. They upload it to the website and everything. They work hard on it, to, like, throughout the night and then eventually publish it and everything. Um, as soon as it gets published, they're able to see comments of people being like, oh, <laughs> Oh, I get it. I got what you mean. I get what um, you're throwing down. Some of the, some of the club members also like talk about how like you know s- other students are coming up to them and being like, oh, you know, I'm real excited for the festival and everything. Like, if there's anything we can help with, I would be okay. I would, I'd be down to do that. So there's a lot more talk about that and everything. Um, but also at the end, we see like Shiriko in the, her office, and she is like getting more and more frustrated that like you know her plan isn't being conveyed to everyone she doesn't understand why everyone doesn't understand what she wants them to do and then she also like talks about like oh well they want to have like all these lofty dreams and everything but dreams just don't come true like that's just not a thing that happens 
This is, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Angst. Yes, but <laughs> um, it's a good contrast of the the school fest school idol festival gals realizing like oh we have to get people to understand what we're trying to throw down here and like part of that specifically has to do with dreams mm-hmm. and uh shariko is just like no one gets me it's also like a dynamic or contrast and dynamic between like you know the the festival girls want to show show off like you know what they want to people in this way while Shiriko is doing it in this opposite way which is then they're both having these different effects on people correct big yawn sorry <laughs> i did get the word out though you did uh chapter 13 13 uh there's going to be like a big like open house coming forth in Nijigasaki where like a bunch of like you know prospective students come there's a big thing where all the clubs give like an introduction to the club and everything so people know exactly what to expect when they come here um and that's that is the kind of like the big point of contention between Shiriko and the clubs is like this introduction panel um is basically Shiriko is like trying to instill like what she wants the, all the clubs to do and all the clubs are like no we want to do it our way we don't want to do it your way and they keep just butting heads about this. Also, the girls of the of Niji, the, the Niji Idol Club, they, you know, find out about this and they're like, oh, we want to perform to get the word out about our club and everything. And we think that would, you know, be a good opportunity for this and everything. Uh, they have to go, obviously go to Chiriko to get approval for it. And then Chiriko, or they, they go to like a, a meeting with all the club heads and everything. And it is Aimu and Setsuna who go and use place because you like, you know, helping everyone practice and all that sort of stuff but also they can't show you because there's no art for you in the game true (laughs) Um, but they see like firsthand of like how bad like these meetings are going yeah and they're like oh boy oh boy and Cessna's like I don't think it was this bad when I was doing this yeah so they realize like this is all going very poorly uh Shiriko like heads to the the roof and just tries to like He's like wistfully looking down on, on the 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 the, the school grounds. Just like, Surveying oh. her kingdom. Well, she's more just like, oh god, I don't know. I don't. I'm like at a crossroads crossroads now because I don't know what to do. Like I don't know how to get these people to understand what I'm trying to portray to them. Like they just yeah. do not understand it. Uh, and then the rest of the 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 adult girls come up and meet her on the the club room, and she, they're like, "Are you doing okay?" And and at first she's kind of like, "No, nah, I'm fine. I'm fine." Maybe you can answer me a question here. <laughs> Give me a little bit of advice. So she like asks him like, okay, like this is what's been going on. Like, what would you do in my in my spot and everything? And they're like, what do you mean? Like your demands seem kind of unreasonable here and everything. Like mm-hmm. that's kind of why everyone's all like up in arms about this and everything. And she also asks them kind of like, um, like how are you guys okay doing something that's just useless? Like, this is meaningless. That's not going to help you in terms of, like, you know, the your future. academics, your future, and everything. They're like, what do you mean? <laughs> um, but she basically kind of puts over her idea of, like, you know, I want to make this school better as an environment for everyone. I want them, I want students to come here and, like, get the most out of what they want from here. Like, I want them to, to really, like, see their potential fulfilled here. Um, but the rest of the girls are kind of just like, yeah, we, I, we, we get what you're talking about here. But the way you're conveying it to everyone, it's not good. 
Like, there's a reason why everyone's so mad at you is because, like, you're just kind of demanding them to, to do it this way, and you're not even, like, accepting any compromises or negotiations from them. It's just your way or the highway. So you kind of, like, comes up with this idea of, like, all right, we're going to help you. We're going to come together and help you. And we're going to have you see exactly what, like, what goes on in a club. Yeah. Maybe that will kind of get you understanding, like, why all the other clubs are acting the way they are. Uh, also, they tell, like, Shira goes, like, yeah, if, if I can't figure this out, we're just going to cancel the whole event. And everyone's like, eh, but our performance. <laughs> so essentially, you be kind of comes this like uh, liaison between the clubs and Shiriko. She's like the in between person. She's gonna like you know see what's happening over here, what what's everyone's mindset on this side, and then what's happening on this side on everyone's mindset is on the other side. Essentially, so everyone agrees to that, and we're all hunky dory for now. So. Because that, because of the the agreement they came with, Shiriko comes and does practice with them, and she goes through like the whole rig and mortar of it. Like she you knows she does dancing and everything. They do warm ups and all that sort of stuff. She gets like advice from the other girls, like, "Oh, can you teach me this sort of stuff?" and all that sort of stuff. Um, and everyone is impressed with her. Also, like, uh, before they get started, Kasumi's like, "All right, we gotta give you a nickname because so we don't have to be so inform or formal with each other." You are now uh, <laughs> Shiko because you're salty, and that's how I think of you. <laughs> <laughs> I think I calls her like Shio T. Salty girl is valid. It's very valid, but yeah, they just want to make it so like you know, there's not this like big like, oh, we've got to be very formal with each other. It's like, no, nah, we, we we we're club mates now, all sort of stuff. So she goes through the the practice and everything. Everyone's very impressed with like her dancing skills. They're like, oh, you've danced and all that sort of stuff stuff before. And she's like, yeah, I've done like traditional Japanese dance and everything. So like, I'm kind of used to this sort of stuff and everything. And then like, she also kind of like starts to turn a bit. And she's like, like yeah, like I I can do this sort of stuff. But like I know I understand like how much it means or like how much work it goes into being in school. I don't know everything. So like I like what I'm doing is not that impressive in the grand scope of things. And everyone's like. Wait, wait a minute. What? You're letting on a little bit more than you really you think you are. And she's like, uh, I've just, you know, I've, I've studied this stuff before. It's, I've, I've kind of just, you know, heard it through the grapevine. Uh, you know, stuff like that. You, you gotta know these kinds of things when you're president. Yeah. Uh, she also, like, she, she kind of slips at first as well. Like, oh, I had a, you know, my sister, or my older sister, uh, she, she was just, uh, I mean, she was just kind of like you, you, where she was like, she's a big supporter of idols and those, all this sort of stuff. So, like, <laughs> that's kind of how I've also, you know, learned about this stuff. Is that, like, I don't have really a big interest in it. So, it's, you know, I just, I just heard about it through osmosis, really. And then you's like, goes to like, oh, well, maybe I could talk to your sister and everything. And she was like, oh, I am you. Can you help me with this dance move real quick? Uh, <laughs> I, I didn't really get it. <laughs> She tries to like sneak out of that conversation real quick. Mm-hmm. Um. So after that, you basically you know works works with Shiriko. They they negotiate with the other clubs. We're used like going off and be like, okay, what what do you guys want in terms of this you know introduction thing? Like, what what do you guys want? And then she's gonna relay that back into Shiriko, and they're gonna work together to try and come up with some kind of compromise for every for everyone to make it all hunky dory. Uh, they eventually find out like, oh, if you if this thing goes off as planned, there's only gonna be room for like one song, so we gotta figure out who's gonna do it. And they're all like, oh, let's have Ayumi do it. It's cool. Yep. Um, Shiriko comes and like finds her after school one day where like she's practicing by herself, and she's like, 
I don't understand why the rest of the club made the club are like supporting you in all this. Like, shouldn't they be jealous and like wanting to have your spot and all this sort of stuff? And I am. He was like, no, nah, it's fine. Like, you know, we're all in this together. Like I'm going to be out there by myself, but like, I will have the support of everyone on stage with me. Like, it's going to be fine. Like I'm sure they would all love to be out there as well performing, but like, you know, this is what we came to as the consensus. This is what we decided as a club and everything. Yay. She's the one. <laughs> uh, she also kind of tells her like, oh, I like, you know, working with you guys and, you know, doing the club activities. I've kind of come to a better understanding of like, you know, why you were so adamant against the club being abolished and everything. Like I understand, I kind of get, I'm starting to understand like why the other clubs are, you know, have been the way they were, why they've been, you know, fighting against me and all this sort of stuff. And I'm like, Oh, does that mean you've changed your tune on idols? He's like, no, no, definitely not. I don't know what you mean. Uh, Shiriko kind of also like, let's like breaks a, a bit of a wall down. It's like, yeah, I think, I think just the, like, you know how people view me, like they just see me as like this nuisance to them and like someone who's just going to get in their way. And I'm just like, nah, I don't, I don't really th like some people might think that, but like, I think there's more to you than you let on. And I think people can see that. Like, I think you just need to have faith in what people think of you and not just immediately think, Oh God, everyone's going to hate me because of the way I act and all that sort of stuff. Man, if only it were that easy. <laughs> Uh, they eventually have another club meeting. It's like I think they say it's like the seventh meeting between the the student council and the clubs. Uh, Tessa and IMU again representing the school idol club. They're all they're both like real nervous. Like, oh man, I don't know. This could still be very testy. But but you've been working with her and the clubs, so I think everything's going to be okay. And like the the meeting starts off kind of testy, where like Shiriko gives them like this this new proposal, and she's like, all right, you know. When you go out there and do your introductions, you can say whatever you want. You can propose your club in any sort of way you want. I'm okay with that. And they're like, all right, okay. And she's like, all right, but there's one thing I want you to, to make mention in this in your presentation is that if there is any person who has a better, like, uh, who has more promise in another club, they sh they will be kind of pushed in that direction to go to that club instead of the club they're in. And they're like, well, this is exactly what we don't want to do. We're ba basically back at square one. Um, but eventually, like, Shiriko kind of talks him down and be like, no, let's look at it like this. Like, this is this is what I want. But eventually, like, this is going to work out for all of us. We're not necessarily forcing you to, go to do this or, like, forcing people into other clubs. We're just going to be like, hey, maybe this other club will benefit you more down in the long run. And if that's what you want to do, that's what you want to do. However, you are going to introduce your club in a way that is befitting to you and how you want to do it. So if you, so, it'll help you get more members the next year and everything, but we're just going to have the suggestion out there, and that's it. And everyone kind of feels okay about it. They come to this compromise, and everything is moving forward to the uh, the the school tour type dealio thing. Yay! <laughs> Thingy. The open house type thing. Yeah, that thing. Uh, you hangs out or meets up with Shiriko afterwards, and she's like, "Hey, do you want to come by and practice? Watch us practice, or you know, hang out with us?" And Shiriko like he's like, "No, I've got a bunch of work. I got a bunch of paperwork. But you know, if I have time, if I finish up early, I'll, I'll stop by." Yay! 
We are breaking that shell. Her walls are are falling. <laughs> Very slowly, but they're coming Very down. Very slowly. Uh, chapter She's 14. She's got to be a little, little secondary towards the school idols with her little tooth. Her little fang. I love her fang. I think it's so cute. <laughs> it's a family trait, having a fang. Yay. Uh, so chapter 14, you know, Ayumi's performance is coming up. Uh, her and you keep getting ready for it. Shiriko shows up one day after school again. And it's like, oh, you guys got to go home. Like, I thought someone left the light on when I was like, here, it's you guys. What are you doing? It's you guys. And they're like, oh, we're just, you know, we're making sure everything's right for tomorrow and everything. And, and she's like, oh, it's fine. It's fine. All right. Uh, by the way, you, do you want to join the student council? <laughs> <laughs> like, you would very much benefit me. And you was like, nah, I, don't. nah. I like school idols. That's what I want to focus on. I can't really juggle two things at once. And then she was like, well, what if you just like gave me some assistance here and there? And he was like. Yeah, I could probably pull that off. Like, that seems fine. A-okay. Ayamu basically begs Shiriko to be like, oh, let me practice one more time, one more time. Shiriko's like, fine, go ahead. Uh, while that's happening, Shiriko, like, talks to you, and she's like, you know, I understand, like, you know, everyone else that you got into the club and everything, but I I heard that, like, you know, Ayamu was the first person you invited, but, like, she doesn't really seem like the idol type. Like, she doesn't really, like, have, like, one thing she excels at or anything. She's kind of just, like, there. Like, she's not, like, she's not the most suited to being an idol. Like, why did you, why did you pick her first? And he was, like, you know, like, you know, we've been friends for everything. And I've always wanted to kind of, like, do something with her and that sort of thing. But also, like, I see this, like, I see this potential in her. She's the diamond in the rough. That, like, no one else sees. So, like, I think eventually she's going to get to a spot where, you know, we'll we'll be able to tell, like, oh, she was, this is what she was supposed to do. And Shiriko also, like, I, you know, I can kind of see that. I can kind of understand where you're coming from for that. She's I get what you mean. True, true, true. <laughs> true that. True that. <laughs> uh, the open house happens. Aqua and Muse also show up. They, they like, canvassed the place to be like, hey, it's quite a festival. Come to it. Also, hello. Hello. IMU has her, she does her performances. It's a big success. Yay. There's people talking about, like, oh, the Idol Club seems real cool. Um, after the, the event, you goes up to Shiriko and's like, oh, good job. We got the, the, the event went off without a hitch and everything. She's like, yeah, it's real good. And she's like, hey, what, do you want to join the Idol Club? Shiriko's like, hey, mm, I... I appreciate the offer, but, like, I don't think I'm set up for the idol stuff. Like, that's just not me. And you're just like, oh, man. But then I, the rest of the group are like, oh, she, rebu- she rebuked you, huh? She's like, I shot my shot. You gotta shoot your shot sometimes. Sometimes you gotta shoot your shot. And, I mean, like, this isn't a completely missed shot. Yeah. It's just a temporarily halted shot. True that. Uh, they have an little after party and then use, like, what if we held the festival here? Like, we have, like, all the kind of, like, the accommodations for it. Like, the auditorium is big enough. school's freaking huge. Like, this would work, right? Let's do it. So, you asked Shiriko about holding it at Niji. Shiriko's kind of, like, hesitant at first. And is like, I don't think you guys understand the, the scope of running a festival. <laughs> it big. Like, all you just, you're just like, yeah, let's do it. Like, you don't have a plan or anything. You don't have any, like, you know ideas of like management of like what your goals are what how you're going to do this this and this like i don't think you understand how much work you still have to do 
So they're like, okay, well, let's get everyone back together. Let's get Aqua and Muse on the horn and come up with like on a new horn. a new strategy and plan to everything. They go out and talk to a bunch of all the, the clubs and everything. They'll be like, hey, would you be okay if we had this event? And they're like, you know, utilize maybe some of your club space and all that sort of stuff for a day. They get like 90% approval from all the clubs. And like some of the clubs are also like, hey, we could also like help you out and like doing certain things like, you know, construction or like, you know, food vending and all that sort of stuff. Volunteering. Yeah, exactly. So Shiriko is like, okay, like I, you know, this is basically what I asked you to do. Like, you know, you did the thing. Uh, the other thing is, though, like, if you're going to run a festival of this size, you're going to need a lot of volunteers. So you have to find a thousand volunteers to help you with this festival. This is my ultimatum to you. If you can do that, great. We'll, we'll do the festival here. If not, you have to give up on this plan to run this festival. It's dead. It is dead. D-E-D dead. They're like, they, 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 some of them kind of hesitate and use it. It's like, all right, I guess that's our, that's our thing. We're going to do it. You say Bet. that's what it takes? We're going to do it. Yep. Uh, afterwards, Ayumu goes and talks to Shiriko. And Shiriko, she's like, basically, Ayumu's kind of like, I've seen, like, whenever we talk about the festival and everything, you seem very, like, heard about it like there's like this pain in your face whenever it gets brought up and Shiriko like almost kind of goes into like yeah like you know I my sister was kind of broken by this fest I mean just I you know I don't really like school idols that's why <laughs> I'm doing a very good job of hiding this yeah super good job uh I am basically is like you know like hey I get it you have some stuff you have to deal with like you know but we're here to help you if you you know you need help trying to figure things out with all this sort of stuff uh, she also, Shiriko again reiterates, like, you know, hey, this is going to be very difficult. Like, you can't think this is going to be, like, an easy thing you're going to be able to pull off and just instantly. Uh, IMU again is like, hey, if you need help with anything, but Shiriko's like, no, I gotta go. Or, IMU, you gotta go. Get out of here. <laughs> Not like that, but IMU eventually leaves. And then Shiriko kind of monologues to herself in the office where she's like, I don't really know why am I so upset by this festival happening? Why am I trying so hard to like not make it happen? How like, do I feel about this? What's going idols? on? Nice. Uh, ah. uh, and then chapter 15 is basically all chapter 15 and 16 is all about finding volunteers. So they make a, a recruitment website in order to kind of help get people to sign up to be a volunteer and everything. Uh, responses come in very quick. It's a lot of excited people who are like wanting to volunteer, so they get to their goal of a thousand very quickly. They it's like within the day. Yeah, so they they go off and tell Shiro like, "Hey, we got a thousand volunteers," and Shiro like, "Good job," but also I I'll believe it when I see it. Essentially. <laughs> <laughs> uh, later on, Ayumu like at night calls up Shiriko and. She's like, she was like, are you calling me about practice stuff? Like, I, I've told you before, I can't really help you in terms of like practice scheduling and everything because I don't really know that sort of stuff. And I was like, no, 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 it's fine, it's fine, it's not about that. Um, she eventually tells her like, oh, I want to get you a gift because like you know, I want to show like her our appreciation for her and everything. And she was like, okay, I'll you know, I'll I'll go with you. We'll find something together and figure this out. So they go shopping the next day and they're trying to find something and. I was like, "What would you? What would you think is a good gift?" And she was like, uh, "What about like a basket of towels? 
maybe like a fruit basket of juice. And Naomi's like, I don't know if that's going to really be a good idea. And then Shiriko's like, well, what what would be like, like what's the item that she usually has with her? Like, what's one of her favorite things that she has? And Naomi's like, oh, her notebook. Like, I, I noticed her notebook's been getting full. Why don't we get her like a new notebook? And that's what they do. Uh, da, 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 da. Uh, meanwhile, everyone gets prepared for this big information se- session with the volunteers. They're going to kind of go over like all the, the stuff they want the volunteers to do. And they're like, oh, we got all these, we've got a thousand packets for everyone. We're going to set them up in the auditorium. Yay. This is going to be awesome. But about that. Yeah. They, uh, they get less than a hundred people to show up yeah. of the thousand people who registered committed they'll say yeah and everyone's real bummed about it i mean that's valid oh totally i think at one point shiriko kind of comes up to him and is like this is why i was worried about this because this is the kind of thing that happens when you know you have these these sorts of things like people will be excited to volunteer until they have to go do it and then until they'll the find commitment's some, there until they'll find some excuse of get out of it to get out of it essentially yep uh you takes this very hard yes she has like this flashback where she sees like you know all the work they put in she's like i can't i can't let everyone's dream go to waste i can't let them i can't let this happen to everyone like i have to fix this myself um and she starts getting like very tunnel vision in this idea that she has starts missing club activities and everything imu gets worried because like they haven't talked much since like the the information session she eventually goes over and tries to talk to her at home and uses just like yeah, you know, I'm I'm trying to call everyone to see like why they didn't show up, why they didn't want to volunteer and everything. But uh, this is this is what I have to do. I can't rely on you guys anymore. Like this is this is just what I have to do. This is my this is my duty. She takes it as a personal failure basically. She took it personally. Oh my god. <laughs> but yeah, she like basically she just starts spiraling out of control. Mm-hmm. Um and everyone keeps getting more and more worried about her cuz she keeps missing practice and everything. Eventually, Shiriko like spots Aimu, who's like just looking very distraught, and she's like, "Hey, what's what's going on?" This is a drama uh, chapter. Oh, yeah, this is a two drama filled chapter. <laughs> yup. Uh, Aimu basically is like, "Yeah, like you hasn't been showing up to the club and everything. She's been very devoted to this idea that she has to fix everything regarding the volunteers and everything. And like, I don't, I don't know what to do. Like, I'm just real worried about her. Like, I'm worried that she's going like, you know." do something bad or like her health is going to deteriorate because she's not going to pay attention to it or anything like that Jericho's like all right well what if we just what if we set up this meeting between you two like we'll, i'll invite both of you or i'll get her and i'll invite her and we'll set it up so you meet each other you give her the gift hopefully that snaps her out of her senses and everything and everything will be fine it's worth noting that um like the front page of the notebook has like messages from all the members of the club yes correct it's not just uh, like a blank notebook. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, you're right. Uh, Hanukkah and Chika also have like they. There's a big another meeting with everyone where they kind of discuss what's happening, and those two come up with the idea of like, DG should be the ones that open up the festival. Yeah, because like it's you know it's your home turf and everything, but also like, you know, we think you guys should be the ones that open it up, and you know, they're like the rest of the girls are like. That's real cool, but like, oh my god, we don't have a president and everything. Everything's kind of like real bad right now. Oh boy. Oh boy. More pressure. Yay. Yay. Uh, and then we get the the final part of the chapter where Shiriko arranges the meeting between Oof. you and Aimu. Oof. 
So they both show up. Use like you shows or gets Shiriko and Shiriko's like, "Hey, come come with me. I got someone who wants to talk to you." So Ayumi basically kind of like talks about what she's been feeling, and she's like, "You know, I'm frustrated because like you know you've been very focused on this on fixing this festival and everything, but like you don't got to do this alone. You don't have to do everything by yourself. Like you can rely on everyone else. Like this isn't just your fault." Like, we all could have done something else and everything. And, like, essentially, yeah, that's, that's kind of her main point. You basically retorts, like, oh, you know, saying the same thing. Like, I don't want everyone's dreams to go to waste. Like, I don't want everyone's, like, hard work to, to just be for nothing. Um, I am was like, I want, my fr- I want my friend to come back. Like, I miss seeing you around. Like, everyone else is missing you in the club. We're all worried about you. Come like, back, we just, friend. We just want you to come back, and then you get the phone call from a volunteer. It's like, oh, this is, a, this is someone I, I gotta, I gotta take this real quick. And I'm just like, no, 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 wait, wait, wait. I want to give you this gift. I, I, this is, I want to give you this gift for from everyone. It's got all this cool stuff in it. And he's like, no, I got, I have to take this call. I have to take this call right now. And eventually, the it goes the voicemail and everything. As I'm just keeps trying to give the gift, and then you like gets frustrated. He's like, now I gotta go call this person back. Why am I wasting my time doing this? And, like, basically inadvertently knocks the present out of IMU's hand. And then IMU's just like, all right. I guess I just don't understand who you are anymore. I don't understand what you're doing. Like, you just... The reason I became an idol is because I wanted to, you know, do this with you. I wanted to hang out with you. I wanted you to help me become better at this and everything. And now that you're not there, like, why am I doing it? I'm doing... What's What's the point? And then she, like, walks off. And then use this like, why would she get mad like that? What is her problem? Like, I don't understand. And Shiriko's like, you realize <laughs> the reason she's upset is because of you. Good job, buddy. You pushed her to this point. And use this like, oh. Uh-oh. Oh. <laughs> so then we get chapter 16, which is basically more of the continuation of all this that's going down. The big drama llama. Man, that art of Ayumu, her like running away crying was really mm-hmm. sad. Anyway, chapter 16, things happen. <laughs> uh, you eventually comes back to the club. Everyone's like, oh my gosh, you're back. You're back. But Ayumu's not here. She's not showing up anymore. And the rest of them are also like, you, look. Basically stop taking the same thing she Essentially, did. stop taking things on yourself. Rely on us more. That's why we're here. You don't have to do everything by yourself. You've got a whole dang club. You have a whole crew with you. Uh, and then you kind of takes that more to heart this time because, you know, after everything's happened, Ayumi eventually starts taking or skipping school. And then becomes she, a delinquent. She comes a delinquent. Shiriko basically calls her up and is like, hey, let's let's go do something. We got to get your, got your mind back straight. And I amuse is like, oh, you know, it's all everything's fine. Like I can I have more time to do hobbies now that I'm not gonna be an idol. Like I can do knitting or Make you know, bread. Whatever, whatever I wanna do. I have all the time in the world now. Like it's fine. Everything's gonna be okay. And Chiriko's like mm, Is it though? <laughs> I don't believe you. Uh the rest of the club come come back together. They're trying to figure out a new strategy to find volunteers for the event. And then, like, they start calling up people doing kind of the same thing that you was doing. And eventually, they all kind of come to this conclusion that, like, the reason people are not responding to us is because that, you know, we just seem desperate. 
and like you know we're just like oh please come back please come be a volunteer for us and we're not like showing them like why they should be a volunteer why like why would fun. you want to come to this why would you want to come to this cool event that we're, we're hosting it's more just like please come please do this work for us we really need this we need this to, to make this event successful not just like oh come to this fun event you're gonna have a great time you're gonna see all this fun stuff you're gonna get to work together with us and be a part of such like an, an immense and incredible experience so they, they eventually find that out and they're like oh crap we made crap. it seem like work crap we done goofed and in that same same mindset they also kind of like maybe this is too much maybe we can't do this maybe we should just throw in the towel they're also very quickly coming up on a deadline, so they're like, ah, we don't have enough yeah. time to, like, fix that too. the strategy. Yeah. Uh, you, like, hangs out in the club room by yourself and refines the present from IMU, and she opens it up finally, and she sees, like, all the messages from everyone, and, you know, finally kind of understands, like, what IMU was really trying to tell her in that meeting and everything. Um, Has an oh crap moment. Yeah. IMU is trying to do new hobby stuff, like, whatever she wants and basically every time she does it she keeps thinking about like idle stuff and like realizes like oh well none of these new hobbies are really satiating me like being an idol was uh she eventually gets onto like the the festival website and sees a bunch of people like kind of talking crap about you and be like oh and she kept calling me and do we want to be a volunteer and like oh, i don't want to do she, that she's not a school idol so she wouldn't get it yeah exactly and I am like, you don't know. You don't understand. You don't know her. Why are you saying this? Like, that's not true. Like, screw you. <laughs> Absolutely fight me. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, eventually, Shiriko talks to IMU and tells her, like, hey, the rest of the club threw in the towel. They're, they're done. They're not going to get more volunteers. And then IMU gets upset and frustrated because, like, she doesn't want... She still doesn't want everyone's dream to get left down, essentially kind of like what you you said. Mm-hmm. And then she was like, what if I, I got an idea. What if we make a video, we'll stream it out, and you tell everyone what it means to be an idol, what this festival means to you, what you means to you. Just let all your feelings out. We'll put it out on the internet, and maybe that will be the impetus that will show people exactly what what this festival is about, mm-hmm. what this means to everyone, and what, you know, what are the feelings you want to convey to everyone. So IMU gives, they do this thing, they put her in the auditorium, she gives this impassioned speech about, you know, you know how, how much this event means to her, why they want to do all the work they've been putting into it for, why you so important to the girls of Nijigasaki and everything. And then, like, you watches it, or, see, like, ends up seeing it. Yeah, somebody calls and is like, hey, I'm just going viral right now. Yeah. I she sees it, called, and then eventually runs off and goes to the auditorium. He's like, oh, my gosh, I'm so sorry. Uh, uh. I, love, both, you know, I love school idols. Yeah, they both just, like, vehemently apologize to each other. All while the stream's still going. The rest of the club also shows up, and they all just kind of, like, make up with each other and reaffirm their idea. They're like, oh, we want to make this festival a success and everything. And then IMU eventually kind of closes it off and be like, oh, thanks for watching. I'm sorry you got kind of hectic. It got uh, a little this weird. Is, this is why we want to do the festival. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> it's really funny. Uh, the next day, you goes up to Chirico and apologizes to her because of everything that went down. Chirico's like, I mean, you really didn't need to apologize to me, but, you know, hey, if, if things go bad again, like, 
you can come to me. We can talk about it. You know, I'll be here for you. You were we'll there for out. me. I'll be there for you. Yep. Ayamu comes in while they're talking and she's like, what are you guys talking about? And they're like, oh, you. Uh, don't talk about embarrassing things about me. <laughs> and she like, oh, no, we mean you. Shiriko, <laughs> yes, <laughs> God. <laughs> Shiriko poignantly mentions that she's jealous of you for having such a wonderful childhood friend. Dun dun dun. Hint hint nudge nudge. Dun dun. Uh, they invite Shiriko to come hang out with them because they're gonna have a little party because they finally got one thousand volunteers again, and real volunteers this time. Yes, uh, Shiriko's like. Hey, I can't right now, but, you know, if I finish up my work again and again, I'll, sure, I'll, I'll stop by. I'll hang out with y'all. And Shiriko, like, they leave, and Shiriko, like, you know, looks out the window, and it's like, huh, you know, everything's the way it should be. The school idol club that I love is back. And they've made their dreams into a reality. She loves them. <laughs> and then Aqua and Muse also show up, and they party. Because they're like, hey, a thousand volunteers, woo. Woo! Let's drink juice. Woo! Ooh. I like juice. Uh, and then we get to the season finale, chapter 17. Da -ba -bum. The biggin. The biggin. Uh, so we have this like big hangout on the roof the night before. Like Basically, kind of like everyone just eventually just kind of ends up on the roof. And they you didn't know, mean to, but like everyone do. just does. So like, and also Shiriko's there because IMU was with Shiriko. And they all kind of talk about their feelings going into the festival tomorrow, not to like oversleep or anything. And to like get enough rest and everything. Cost me tell Shiriko she's part of the gang now so how nice one of them uh you and Shiriko both get texts at the same time and you's like oh Kaoruko texted me she said she's going to come to the festival tomorrow Shiriko does not mention her text mm. obviously mm. uh and then we get to the day of the festival everyone's getting ready backstage in the dressing room Nijizaki is going to open up the show they're a little bit nervous but then you know, the, the rest of the girls try and, like, you know, get them out of their nerves and everything. Nico makes all the first years do Nico Nico knees, which is Nico, great. Nico Nico knee. <laughs> They're like, it's like, do it. Do it now. <laughs> They're like, yeah, yes, yes, we'll do it. Nico Nico knee. But, like, it, it does kind of help them unwind a little bit. Yep. Uh, you goes out to the crowd just to see what's going on. And it's, like, jam-packed, standing room only, super no vacancy. Uh, in the middle of this, she runs into Kauruko. And she's like, oh, congratulations. You know, you, you managed to bring the festival back. Like, it's really cool. By the way, like, I wanted to talk to your student council president. Do you know, like, if I go to the, the, the president, the, the office, would I find them there? And, and he was like, oh, we actually changed student council presidents recently. Her, the new one's Shiriko Mifune. Like, is, is that is who that you're, you're talking about? For? And she's like, yeah, that's exactly who I'm talking, uh, talking about. And he was like, oh, do you know her? And Kaoruko's like, Oh, uh, hmm. I guess she didn't tell you. Well, okay, I'll I'll keep it. I'll keep my mouth shut for now. But yeah, I'll I'll find her. Thanks for thanks for talking to me. <laughs> uh, after that, you meet up with Shiriko. They go out to to watch Niji open up, and you's like, "Hey, I I, I met Karuko, and she said she knew you. Like, how do you know her?" But then, like, immediately the show starts. So, like, again, Shiriko is is out of having to explain things. Yay. Uh, in the meantime, they have like all these little like side activities where like they have like these little side stages where these events are going on, um, where it's like these competitions between all the idols. Um, there's one where like Kanata and Nozomi have to like make each other like basically react. Yes, yeah, so they have to do a big like a reaction or something. So like 
Nozomi cooked up this idea of like having Haruka, her sister, um, be like, "Oh, I hate you, Kanata," and Kanata's like, "What? What did I do?" <laughs> and then uh, Kanata gave Nozomi this big letter of like that the rest of Muse wrote to her about like you know what they what she means to them and all this sort of stuff, and basically the whole thing ends in a draw. It's a tie. It's a reaction draw. Um. Aqua go out and they have a big performance and everyone's like, oh my god, Aqua is so cool. Fact. They're so good. Fact. It's true. Uh, there's more like side, side events. Like there's like an idol club or like an idol quiz show, which of course there is. Yeah. Um, there's this one where they have like various idols talk about how much they love idols. So it's like Chica, I think Nico, Hanayo, and then like a couple of Ruby's others. there. Yeah, and Ruby's there. Because she and, says Daya. And then like, it was like, all right, Here's the director in the voice booth for this this specific scene. Anju, we need you to tell us how much you love Muse. <laughs> <laughs> I know this is going to be very difficult for you. Anju's like, my time has come. <laughs> you don't I don't need to read the script here. I got nope, this. Nope, nope, <laughs> We don't need this script. Throw it out the window. Just I got this. I got this. That so that's that was real fun. It was real fun. Uh so they do a bunch of more side stuff like that. Uh, they eventually, to have snacks at one point. They have like a big lunch because they all just like they get like a bunch of the food stall stuff, and it's like, oh my god, there's so much food. <laughs> nice. Uh, uh, Setsuna and Chiriko eventually are helping out some folks, and Chiriko's like, you don't have to help me. You have like stuff to do. You have like performances to do. Oh my god, why are you helping me? And Chiriko, Setsuna's like, ah, oh, it's fine, it's fine. I, you know, I wanted to, you know help you out for a while now i wanted to talk to you about like how you know i'm grateful for what you did and by yanking the presidency away from me and (laughs) you know i should probably be doing this idol stuff full-time instead like that's what i should be doing and she was like you're giving me way too much credit also oh my god you you have to go now you have you have a performance right now go 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 (laughs) and says like oh crap i do gotta go and then chiri goes in like the the courtyard and kaoruko finally shows up and like oh hey what's going on You've been avoiding your big sister? What up, sis? Yeah. <laughs> and Shiriko's like, hmm, what are you doing here? And she's like, I texted you yesterday and told you, you were, I was coming and you didn't respond. <laughs> but also, I'm very surprised at you. You know, you're helping out with the, the idol festival. But you were the one who was all, I hate school idols. <laughs> <laughs> and that's because you thought like, oh, you know, being an idol ruined me ascending the throne in the family right like you thought that was all that was the reason for this and everything which you know maybe not necessarily true shiriko also like yeah um i kind of maybe embellished that a bit to focus my mind on like oh well you gotta think logically about things you can't let your passion drive you or else you're gonna end up like my sister did uh kaoroko also like is very humored by the idea that shiriko is supporting idols and like tells her like, oh, that part of you hasn't really changed since you know the the older days. Um, and then Kaoruko basically is like gives her this this gentle gentle push that she needs. Like, I think the real thing that you need to figure out is that you want to be up there on stage with them. You don't want to be someone who's like you know supporting them in this kind of bureaucratic role. Like, you want to be an idol, but you keep telling yourself, oh, I can't do it. I I'm not suited for this. Like, I I can't do it. And it's because like you know. You just you have this weird idea that like oh I can't I'm unable to be an idol and Shiri goes like yeah it's because like you know 
the people who are in Aqua, who are in Muse, who are in the Jigasaki, they're very serious about this. They have this very firm belief of, like, what an idol is and how they want to be an idol. And Kaoruko's like, you know, you're right. You're totally right. That is something that if you're going to be an idol of that nature, like, you have to have that sort of firm belief. But also, like, if you were this strong-willed about, like, understanding what that means, you're probably also in that same mindset. You just haven't figured it out yourself yet. Yeah. You're not you're not completely being honest with yourself here. Mm-hmm. And she's like, and basically they go their separate ways, but she's like, hey, think back of what, you know, what idols have taught you in the past, what they've been teaching you now. Think about it, kid. And I think that's going to lead you to your decision. Um, so after that, they've everything finishes up. They're getting ready for the closing ceremonies. And then Shiriko busts through the dressing room like, oh, my God, we have a problem. And they're like, what? They're, everyone's just chanting for an encore. I don't know what to do. Oh, God. Oh, what do we do? What do we do? And then, like, I think Nozomi's like, oh, we should just do Tokameki Runners. That seems like the easy thing to do. Let's go out there and give them a show. Everyone's like, yeah, let's go do it. And Aimee's like, yeah, cool. Uh, hang on. Shiriko, come do join us on stage. Come perform with us. You know and this, she, this And Shiriko's like, what do you mean? I, I can't. I'm not, I don't want to, I'm not good enough to be an idol. Like, I don't, I can't. And everyone's like, yo, you did the practices with us. You know the routine. You'll be fine. Come be an idol with us. Come do it. And everyone's like, join us. Join <laughs> one us. Of join us. One yeah. of us. And then eventually Shiriko kind of is like, you know what? Yeah. Evan, I wanna, let's do this. I want to go on that stage with you. I want to perform with you guys. I'm just like, <laughs> she Birdman gifts. Basically, yeah. Uh, that leads you to the the big ten man version of Tokimeki Runners, even though it's like technically a twenty eight person version of Tokimeki Runners in context of the narrative. Yeah. Cannot they cannot animate twenty eight people on stage in the game? Probably no. <laughs> That's a lot. That's gonna be very taxing. Also, God, that song's hard. Yes. Uh, so after that they. They basically have an after party with everyone. It's basically like the Niji girls by themselves at this point. Yeah. Um, they're all celebrating everything that happened. They talk about how Shiriko gave this very impassioned speech to everyone beforehand. Now, like, it fired them up and everything. And we also get a reveal that Yu's going away for two months. She's going this came on. out of nowhere. Yeah. She's going on an overseas excursion for her music course. Um, so she's doing that for two months and everyone's real bummed about it, especially I amuse like extremely bummed. Yeah. But the other girls are like, all right, well, we're going to, I'm going to work hard and, and while you're gone, you know, you're going to come back and be like, oh my God, this is amazing. Um, and Shiriko basically also makes her mention like, oh yeah, I'm going to work hard as an aisle too while you're gone. Basically, you know, showing that, Hey, I'm going to be part, be a part of the club while you're away. Uh, the end scene is they, they, you and I and you were back home. IMU apologizes for being emotional and he's like, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. But then gives her like these words of encouragement of being like, oh, you're going to do great. You know, you're going to learn all sorts of things and you're going to come back and you're going to be even better than ever. And they basically kind of give each other those kinds of words of encouragement. And that's how we end season one. I really wish they had hinted at this before that like you was going to have to go away for two months. Because like when this scene happened, I was just like, what? Yeah, it's kind of like out of nowhere. It's like, wait, wait hang on, what? Excuse like, me? they haven't hinted at this. I haven't mentioned it. They didn't say like, oh, hey, maybe we should schedule a school idol festival before this because I'll have to go away for two months. Like, that would have been a good way to contextualize it. Mm-hmm. But instead, she's like, oh, by the way, I got to go. And I'm like, what? <laughs> by the way, I'm leaving. Bye. Bye. I think it, it also like, 
it's a very chaotic way to end this season, but it also makes the season, what's going to happen in season two, make more sense and why that becomes incredibly chaotic. Yeah, I just really wish they had given, like, even a throwaway line. I, I agree. It is very, very much just like, uh, by the way, I'm gone. Bye. Bye. In the very last part of this. Bye. It's very, very, you know, just out of the blue. Yeah. That's yeah, that is, season one. That's season one. What did you think of season one of All Stars? I mean, I really liked it. Um, we've had this discussion before. I did not expect to like uh, Shiriko as much as I do. Same. Like it. It's honestly very surprising how much the story is about her. Yeah. Like how much this is her story. Yeah. Um, like it, she's a really, really well written character, and she's a fun character. Uh, the, she certainly gets like the most character development out of anyone. Yeah, uh, it was it was great to like get to hang out with these girls, get to see what was going on. Um, I also, it's interesting to see kind of like Aqua and Muse take a back seat. Mm-hmm. Um, because I wasn't fully expecting that, but I was like, okay, this is letting Niji like get their wings under them, and that's that's a good thing. Totally. Um. There's so much drama. It's stressful. It's love live for you. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I mean, that's what it, it feels like a season of the anime. Like, that is legit what it feels like is, is like, this would be one anime season. Mm-hmm. Except for, hopefully, with better contextualization of them leaving at the end. Yeah. Um, but, like, you know, the drama's there. The buildup is there. Getting the team together is there. Having the big event that they've got to get to the the initial like failure is there even though there's actually several failures in in season one of this it, it hits all the beats you'd want it does but it doesn't it doesn't necessarily feel like it's just like retreading old ground either yeah i think this is kind of going to be a little bit off topic but i think the way all stars handles its story makes has made the niji anime feel weirder yeah because obviously it's not a one-to-one retelling of the All-Star story. And I think there's the way they have handled the 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 story of that anime is not necessarily hit the same marks as previous iterations and or, or even like the All-Star story. Mm-hmm. So and obviously there's we'll eventually, you know, talk more about that. Um, we were talking about it, obviously, on Jared and I Watch mm-hmm. every week. But, you know, that series is still ongoing, so like, there's still time to do other stuff with it, but it's kind of... We're running out of time. We're running out of time, and, like, if you were to look at this series of Niji by itself right now, mm-hmm. like, it would be hard to not call it a disappointment compared to, like, you know, the All-Star story and everything else. Like, yeah, because it's been really fun. Especially what I was thinking of what this the, the anime was going to be going into it. Mm-hmm. Which maybe that's that's just my fault for thinking like, oh, they're just going to retell the All Star story or like just do something very similar to it, right? Because I have thoroughly enjoyed the All Star story. Yeah, it's been really fun. Um, in a way that I really wasn't expecting, because like you said, like it, it definitely hits a lot of the same beats that the anime does, and like you know similar tropes and everything. But like, it's just good storytelling throughout. Like it, it takes a little bit to get going. I think you know chapters one through seven is very much, hey, we got to get these characters established. Um. 
couple chapters after that are also kind of just like, eh, stuff happens. But then, like, once you get into the latter half of season one, like, it is bang, 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 in terms of, like, here's drama, here is character development, here is, you know, character growth and story and all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. And all just, like, everything wraps up in a in a relatively neatly way to where you you feel very satisfied coming out of it. Which I think also makes me, you know, all the more curious for when we get to season two, which uh, if you're unaware of the Japanese development of how their their story's going. Um, so season one is over. Yep. Obviously. There's going to be chapters 18, 19 are 18, 19, 20, maybe three chapters are like a, like a sub story, essentially. It's like mm-hmm. an intermission story, I believe is how they essentially describe it. Um, and then after that, season two starts off, and season two starts off wild. Yeah, it's caused a lot of controversy. Mm-hmm. Controversy. But I think like how we've seen how season one is is wrapped up, like it makes a lot of sense why season two has gone and gone in, in like the very chaotic way it has because of you not being there. They don't have their glue man. They don't have their glue guy. Yeah. So like that's why everything's so just like wild and chaotic without spoiling things and everything because um also we will be introduced to a couple new characters mm-hmm. who will be very influential in what happens in season two they get introduced at the end of the the last intermission in between season one and season two um but yeah like it's i'm very like i think if you had just had season one as like its own thing like i think that would be a very satisfying story yeah but considering that they're going forward with more stuff, like I'm very interested in, to see what they're going to do next. Yeah, same. Because there's so many, there's from what we've seen so far, like there's a lot of interesting ideas of where they're going to go with it. Especially because, like, I mean, this is a very slight spoiler, but like, I feel like this is the first time we've seen like an actual villain character introduced in a Love Live series in season two. Yeah, yeah. That's not just like a half-hearted attempt at it. Correct. Like, even, like, Shiriko is kind of a half-hearted attempt at it. Um, but this seems full more of being, like, oh, this is, like, a legit villain. Yeah. It's very interesting. Um, but, yeah, we'll eventually talk about that, like, I don't know, sometime next year, whenever all of those come out. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, on a side note, completely unrelated story, but uh, Shiriko's song, Rules, is mm-hmm. super hard, but, like, mm-hmm. her song is actually a really good song. Like I've listened to it several times just outside of the game because it's like, man, this song, this song goes. It's really good. Um, but God, it's hard. It makes me so sad. <laughs> it is uh, not easy, as the kids say. As the kids say. Yeah. But yeah, I I enjoyed season one very very much, and uh, it's it's definitely been a fun ride for me. Absolutely, I could not agree more with you. And it's uh, gotten me very attached to these characters yeah. too. Like I told you when we were uh, we were doing one of the episodes of Jared and I watched, like, Shiriko is maybe my favorite Niji character. Yeah, that's what you said. Which is a while, I would never have expected that going into this. Like, from her introduction or anything, like, I would I would not have pegged, like, oh, I'm going to really enjoy this character arc and growth and everything. Yeah. But that's just how it ended. I was just like, it's really good. It's really good. Really good. But yeah, that's that's season one of School Idol Festival All Stars. We will reconvene when season two comes out, and also talk about the intermission at that point. Yeah, where it gets very spooky. Da-ba-bum. Spooky times. But yeah, I think that's gonna wrap this episode up. Unless you have anything else you want to say. No. 
Can't think of anything. Give us more URs. There you go. Yeah, please give Put us more. Put that in the URs. universe. <laughs> Rikiko, uh, please help us. <laughs> please. Please, we're dying here. <laughs> also, it's really unfair that um, like Japan's getting the the Niji URs for free. Yeah. And we're not. They also get their the songs each week. They have the opening and ending. They get those bonus little like mini stories. What? Every day. Yeah, there's bonus little mini stories that they get every day of like little character interactions. What? Yeah. Why don't we get these things? They I don't know. They never they decide not to translate them for whatever reason. I don't what? know if it's because like they think they'd be out of date because like oh. I think some of them are specific for dates and everything. Mm-hmm. So maybe they'll wrap around and once when the when that originally started in Japan, they'll just redo it over here, but translated. But yeah, that's that's a big bummer. Yeah, but there's a, the, lot of, there's a, the a lot of things. thing is a pretty big bummer. Like, that's also a big bummer. Like the fact that they were giving out the initial Niji URs for free with the anime. Like, you'd think that would be a big pull to All Stars. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're just like, eh, screw you guys. You don't get anything. You get some candy and like a pool or how the ninth anniversary shirts were free on yeah fr- some of them were free on the japanese side and you have to pay a bunch of money to get them over here yeah we're, we're getting screwed a lot in the the yeah. global version you're not wrong kind of unfair yep also please just give us urs let's give us more urs please also make team building not suck oh god it sucks so bad it's so hard but other than that, I think this is going to be So if you'd like more from us, go to SeasonLimeCheckup.com or SAC.cool. where you can find past episodes of this podcast and other podcasts like Season Checkup and Jared Now Watch. Uh, you can also find columns and reviews on the side as well. If you'd like more from Anladium, go to Anladium.com. She's got columns and reviews. Follow us on Twitter, Twitter.com slash AnimeCheckup. Buy our books, One Shining Moment, a critical analysis of, one, of Love, Life, Sunshine, and Hot Tubs and Pac-Man on Amazon.com. And you can support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash S-A-C-O-V-A. Buy us a slice of pizza, get access to bonus episodes, unedited versions of the podcast early, and fun stuff like that. Next week, it's time to look into the future. Zero. As we take a look at what's coming in 2021. Oof. Well, now we have three more things to add to that list. Three more things. Yeah, Tome. Oh, right. It's like, what are you talking about? Uh, so we'll talk about that and everything that's been delayed to 2021. Then I'll probably get also delayed to 2022 because the world sucks. Yep. 